and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about what you need to do to be able to vote and how you can help get out the vote. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Well, I'm good, too. I'm glad to be back home after a long journey. Yeah. I have to tell you, yeah. I got the best greeting from Bix, who, <laughs> he's just oh. so funny. He's a big dog, right? And he, he likes to jump up and down when he's excited. So he put his paws sort of on my chest and just jumped up and down uh, with his, you know, on, on his hind legs for oh. a couple, like a couple <laughs> like of minutes. Like bounced in place. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was a little overwhelming. And so then I, oh. that was on the porch. And then I went in the house and sat on the couch and just washed my face and, so then I turned to Barry and said, well, aren't you going to welcome me home? And Barry started jumping up and down. <laughs> so, it was excellent. <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah. I got a cat who was ignored me until I got out the slicker brush and brushed her really, really, really hard. And then she <laughs> loved me forever again. Well, you know, I love cats, but in this way, dogs are superior to cats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, you know, she's just a little standoffish. And then since then, in the last week, she's been glued to either bike or I. I'm currently covered in cat hair because she was just sitting on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sure she was very glad to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we are talking about getting out the vote. Um, Yep, there is um, not much time left. But the day that we're recording this, we have, um, we have what? I've got it right here. Six weeks. I have an app. 42 days. So yes, six weeks. <laughs> exactly. Almost exactly. Yeah. yeah, 42 days, seven hours. Well, so I think when this airs, then we'll have 40 days or 39 days. Right. 39 days. Yeah, and that's not much time. Yeah. And it's definitely now it's time. It's crunch time to back in June, we talked about preparing to vote. And now it's time to really put our any preparations into action. Yeah. And so we wanted to talk about um, the things you can do to make sure you're registered to see what uh, what different ways you can vote in your state, because it's very different state by state and um, how you can create a plan. To vote and then if you are up for it um, uh, level two we're calling it Janine invented the levels um, <laughs> promote voting among your friends associates and neighbors level three is volunteering to help and level four is giving money to candidates and causes Right, um, so we've this, um, accumulated some resources that, that we'll put in the show notes and talk about that will help maybe make it less overwhelming for you if you want to take some action. Yeah, and I and I think that um, one of the reasons that we it feels really important to talk about this again is, um, well, first of all, this already felt like 
perhaps one of the most, probably the most important election of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death last week, it felt even more important. Yeah, and I know that for me, speaking personally, the the sense of almost, well, what, desperation that I felt after hearing of her death and sadness, of course, the only way I could channel it or deal with it was to try to figure out how I can take action and do everything I can. And yeah. That's how I have to deal with it. And so um, we, we thought maybe that would be helpful to other people as well to figure out if we can help you figure out how to make sure you can vote. Um, and help others vote if you're inclined, then hopefully yeah. it will be a public service. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, the easiest way to make sure you can vote is move to Oregon. And <laughs> when you get your driver's license, they register you, and then they just mail you a ballot. Unbelievable. Why does it have to be so hard? <laughs> Oregon is living the let it be easy philosophy. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. In fact, so um, our youngest, Cy, just got his driver's license, and he also got um, a letter from the um, uh, elections, whatever it is, the county elections commission or whatever, and mm-hmm. saying that he was pre-registered to vote and as soon as he turned 18 he would automatically be registered because they tie it to the um getting your license oh that's amazing isn't that that great so great yes and the contrast to missouri i don't know where the i haven't done any research to know what the hardest state to vote in is but i think missouri's up there (laughs) and to think that we have to request uh, a mail-in ballot and then have it notarized um, in order to vote without going to the polls unless we have an excuse to vote absentee is um, such a contrast Uh, and this year you know with that one-two punch of COVID and the postal service disruptions it makes it really challenging I mean I was all about voting by mail um, and now I still am of course as long but it really means that we have to plan ahead so right. um, like uh, if you're voting by mail in a Missouri, if you vote by mail with a no excuse, vote my mail, you have to mail it. You can't do anything except put it through the Postal Service. You can't even FedEx it. So um, uh, yeah, or certainly can't drop it off. So I think of it as the election day is not November 3rd here. Right. If you're voting by mail, it's got to be at least what, two weeks before that, mm-hmm. um, which I should know what that date is, but I don't. Let's say October 18th. Let's look real quick. Just, you know, so we have a good number. Um, That was was close. 20th. October 20th, yeah. Yep. Uh, So, right. I love that it's that easy in in, um, Oregon. And I know in Washington as well, they have exclusively Mm -hmm. mail-in voting. And also you guys have drop-off sites, which is great. So you don't have to depend on the And that's what I usually do is just drop my my ballot off. Um, because we happen to live very close to the um, elections office. Um, but there also, you can drop off ballots at libraries. Um, uh, there's a number of other places where there are official ballot boxes mm-hmm. where you can yeah. drop it off. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the sort of one-stop um, 
site to check and see if you're registered and to figure out your voting options is vote.org. Mm-hmm. Right, and you can go to your own state and see what the information is and I can actually ask to be reminded by them. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say, if you do happen to be a listener in Missouri or in, in specifically in St. Louis, and you want to do a mail-in ballot, feel free to reach out to me, for, and I'd be happy to notarize it for you, so, since I became a notary in order to do this. Now's my time. <laughs> this is, yes. Uh, I notarize <laughs> as much as possible. Um, so um, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out or tell your friends in St. Louis. Yeah, I think um, that that is just so crazy. But yes, if you're in St. Louis, (laughs) Janine will happily notarize your ballot. Yes. Um, But just if you have any questions, because the rules are more convoluted because of coronavirus, like I will happily help you help anyone sort out what they need to do to get registered and to vote by mail or vote absentee or whatever they need to do to make sure that they can vote. Right, no matter where you live. And I'm this, I, right. I feel the same way. So Shannon, you and I can divvy up whatever might come through our um, getting to good enough emails, for example. Yes, yes. Um, so if, yeah. you, if you want help, or even if it feels so overwhelming, if you go to the vote.org site and it's overwhelming, then um, just drop us an email at hello at gettingtogoodenough.com and one of us will help you. Yes, I'm, I'm literally making this my focus of my next 42 days. Helping yeah. people get out the vote. So helping people vote. So yeah, absolutely. That's a great, great reminder, Shannon. Yeah. And so if you are voting in person, then you'll want to, you know, make sure that you have a ride, that you can get the time off of work. And, you know, from what we've seen from elections so far in the last couple of months, I think if you if you want to or have to vote in person you need to plan on it taking all day wow yeah so bring along some water and sandwiches (laughs) but the other thing is you know you may need to take time off of work Mm -hmm. um you you know there are a lot of things to consider and you'll want to have proper protective equipment a, a mask um hand sanitizer you may want to wear gloves. You know, I don't sort of know where we'll be at in six weeks or five weeks, but I'm sure that we're not going to be um, much further along in in how we handle this. So, right. Um, and the other thing to think about is, at least here in St. Louis, and I'm confident it's true elsewhere, um, because of COVID, the number of poll polling places has been reduced. So don't just assume that your polling place is the place you voted last time or in in 2016 or 2018. So make sure you know what your polling place is. In St. Louis, they send us a postcard. And I swear it changes every time. (laughs) Um, But uh, uh, so it's... um, And also, um, this is St. Louis City I was speaking of. And in St. Louis County, they're now letting anyone vote at any polling place. It's not true oh, really? in the city, but in the county they can because the they upgraded the technology that will allow that. So just you know, again, it's it's do maybe a little bit of a deep dive on your options. Don't make assumptions this year. 
Yeah. Yep. And vote.org also has polling place, has a polling place locator. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah. So oh, it great. really is sort of a one-stop shop and, and they have um, just sort of a stack of things, you know, register to vote, vote by mail, get reminders, um, a polling place locator, you know, and just maybe work your way down every step of it to ensure that you have everything in place that you need to devote. Right. And again, we're glad to help you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I think that covers making sure you're able to vote and having a plan in place to actually vote. So then the next step is um, promote voting among your friends, associates, and neighbors. And you're doing an interesting thing, which I thought was nice with your um, house cleaner, right? Oh, right. Yeah, my house cleaner, she likes to talk about politics with me. She's a young woman. And uh, so I, um, for the primary and then also now for the, the upcoming election, I printed out the application that you need to send in um, uh, an application for a mail-in ballot. And um, so, in fact, I haven't seen her because I've been traveling, but we said mm-hmm. last time I saw her, she said, I'll, uh, I'll bring a stamp and we'll, we'll oh. actually mail it. And I said, I'll give you the stamp. <laughs> you don't have to bring the stamp. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, she's a young woman. She doesn't have a printer. She doesn't need a printer in her life, right? Right. So, uh, but you do if uh, it, it, it's actually possible that somewhere deep in the Missouri voting website, there's an online application, but I didn't find it. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm, and it's also not that easy to figure out where to send the application because it has to be to your individual board of elections. So anyway, I'm helping her with that. Any, you know, anything, those conversations you can have, heck, maybe I'll start saying something to the clerk at the grocery store. Have you registered to vote? You know, it's like, I think young people in particular maybe need a little guidance, especially in a place like Missouri, obviously not in Oregon, where all they have to do is, is get a driver's license. But <laughs> right. in Missouri, it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, I, you know, everybody's registered to vote. Like, they're so, it's so, unless you, like, come here and you don't have a license and you don't get an ID card. Mm-hmm. Um, is, the, is, the, is the voting rate higher in Oregon than in other places? Yeah, and... Um, I think both things contribute to it, but we've been doing, I think we went 100% to vote by mail in 2000, mm-hmm. but um, we started vote by mail in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the and even on sort of off elections, you know, in, what do they call them? Interim Mid- elections? Midterm. Midterm elections. I knew there was a word. <laughs> um, we have a higher voter turnout than. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Because the easier places. it is to do something, the more likely you are to do it. That's that's right. a true thing in life, and it, it really is. should be applied to voting. So yeah. good on our. Um, and so you can also, if you're active on social media, you can use social media to, um, you know, ask your friends if they're registered and perhaps share. Um, the vote.org website as a resource to encourage people to get um, registered and figure out their voting plan. Exactly. Feel free to share this episode of the podcast. Yeah. 
Um, so then we get to, once you have your plan in place and you know how you're going to vote, then the next uh, step is volunteering to help. And we very much encourage you to volunteer in a way that is um, feels good for you, that mm-hmm. you like, that is, you know, it's not, it's, uh, if you're up for being a little uncomfortable and making phone calls or texts or something like that, go for it. Um, but there are plenty of ways to um, get out the vote that, you don't have to um, get uncomfortable about. Right, right, exactly. Everyone has different comfort levels and different things, so pick the thing that's going to be the most enjoyable for you, and you'll probably do more of it. The more, you know, yeah. I love I love writing postcards, so I just keep writing them. Uh, right, and so you, you, you write postcards for postcards to voter, postcards to voters.org, right? right? That's what I do, yeah. Yep, and then there's another um, website, bluewavepostcards.org, mm-hmm. which is, um, and they send you postcards oh, that you send out. Yeah. Um, there's another one that is called votefwd.org, voteforward.org, and that's letters where you print out um, a pre-written letter and you just handwrite a line on it. And if you, if you want to do that and you aren't sure what to write on there, um, I would be happy to provide some samples for that. Um, I have some very dear friends who are very, very active with that. And, um, they've given me a lot of resources that I would be happy to share. Excellent. Um, oh, and if you are interested in texting, you can go to resistancelabs.com. And of course, we'll have all these links in the show notes at mm-hmm. gettingtogoodenough.com. Um, oh, and the other thing is there's a major shortage of poll workers. Right. With the COVID crisis, the... Um you know, majority of poll workers are people in uh, in, in vulnerable age groups. <laughs> so um, right. there's, it's a real problem. Uh, um, so volunteering to help as a poll worker, especially young, healthy people, um, I think is just mm-hmm. just a, a dynamite thing to do. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm very proud that my husband has volunteered to be a poll worker. That's wonderful. Yeah. Very impressed. Um, but you, but you can learn all about, um, being a poll worker at Mm workelections.com and they, uh, on that site, you can find out, you know, how to get connected with the elections boards or, you know, whoever coordinates these things in your county, um, is usually the level that that's at. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, from the little bit of reading I did, they will be providing PPE for pool workers. They'll be, um, uh, you get paid, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And it's, not a, it's not a lucrative thing, but yeah, I think I'm No, still- you're not going to get rich on working at right. the polls for one day. <laughs> right. But you're doing, you know, at least it's, um, at least it's compensated some. That's good. And, and uh, yeah, every little bit helps. You know, um, yeah. So that's a great thing to do uh, if, you, or if you're able. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last thing that we wanted to talk about was donating money. Um, and there's a there's a lot of different ways you can donate. You can donate directly to um, different candidates. You can donate to different causes. Um, I think, I mean, you could sort of channel your money pretty much any way you wanted to. Mm-hmm. for this election um i those friends i talked about they have created a um matching fund on act blue called take the senate 2020 and they have um twelve thousand five hundred dollars of matching funds and so the first twelve thousand five hundred dollars will um uh be you know every dollar you give will be like giving two um that's great yeah and they are just individuals friends of yours yeah these are these are just individuals who um care a whole lot about (laughs) getting um getting biden harris elected and getting the um flipping the senate blue Mm -hmm. and so that's how the money is divided. It's 20% going to the presidential election and then 20% going to each of four senators that they think um, they can have the greatest impact, that donations will have the greatest impact mm-hmm. um, in getting the seats changed. Yeah. Talk about taking action. It's very yeah. impressive. Please tell them I'm very yeah. impressed and I will donate to their, <laughs> that fund. Uh, because I love that they're also just making it easy for me. Not only might my donation get doubled, but even if it doesn't, I don't have to do the research to figure out exactly who to give the money to. Like this is a right. spread out among some really high value um, campaigns. So that's enough for me. That's that's excellent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, they, they've made it easy for us with every recent election. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're the ones, um, during the 2016 election, I made phone calls, I did phone banking, and they're the ones that organized it. And, mm-hmm. um, and wow, are, that you gonna, was, are they going to organize phone banking again this year? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and i did not want to do it and then i just i was actually you know they were doing it at their house and i was there and just sort of watching and then i'm like this is ridiculous Uh, give me some numbers (laughs) and you get signed on to this thing and then it you know it pops up on the website and tells you a number to call or it connects you and then when someone answers then you have your little script and and most people were really nice and only one person yelled at me nice um, but you know, I had some good conversations, and then some people, you know, were you know whatever. But I well, felt sure. really good. I felt like yeah. I was, I was doing something. And there was one person who like hadn't voted yet, and then went out and vote because I called. Because of and your call, like, yeah, <laughs> oh, fantastic. 
That's yeah. great. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know me, I I hate the phone, and that's like my idea of hell. But I do know that right. feeling. I used to do it when I was younger, even though I hated the phone. I did it. Um, I did it a lot actually in the eighties. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I um, and recently I did a little bit. But it's it's so I know that feeling. I mean, even it, that getting through that your discomfort to do something that's important to you is just great. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we, do you have anything else that you want to say about getting out the vote? No, just reiterate the offer to help you navigate how you can vote or help others vote. Um, we are sincerely happy to help you with that. So, um, yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Like if there's, if there, if someone gets overwhelmed by trying to figure any of this out, we will, help you however we can right and and remember it's not an all or nothing proposition just doing anything is helpful and yes um, it it doesn't have to be the perfect thing right right just get started and then ask questions ask for help if i can learn how to ask for help (laughs) anyone can ask for help that's right (laughs) (laughs) well most of all we hope that you're inspired to um, make sure you're ready to vote and to vote and then do whatever you can to help other people vote. Yes. Um, so you can get all of the links on the show notes at getting to good Um, you can let us know if you have questions, you can share what we'd love to hear from you. If you are, um, have gone through the steps and have uh, registered and have a plan. And um, if you are donating time or money, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, You can let us know on social media, on Facebook. We're getting to good enough on Instagram, getting to good enough and on Twitter at GTG enough. You can Uh, leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. And you can, if you need help, you can call that number and one of us will call you back. Um, Well, probably me because Janine hates the phone. I'll email Um, you back. Yeah. (laughs) But if it's whatever is easiest for you to let us know that you could use a little assistance in getting started, please use it. But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I hope someone calls. Good, so you can call them back. Yeah. Yeah.